0: Hey, folks, and welcome to the Daily Ratings Podcast. It's a show where each week we'll sit down with the Vincent Daily to get his thoughts on the latest movies he's been watching. Both older films and new releases. And don't worry, there's no spoilers. Vince will give a brief review of the movie, share some thoughts, and of course, then rate the film. The daily ratings are always fair, honest, and most importantly, they're consistent. On today's show, Vince will be rating and reviewing Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg, The Last World Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg, Jurassic Park 3 by Joe Johnston Jurassic World by Colin Trevorrow Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom by J.A. Bayona and finally newly released Jurassic World Dominion directed by Colin Trevorrow so stay tuned and enjoy the show Mr. Vincent Daly, how are we doing, buddy? Hey, Tommy, boy. How's it going? Uh, it's going well for me. How was your Jurassic-filled week? Oh, the Jurassic week. I couldn't, uh, even, I couldn't even spiel them off. <laughs> it's too many Jurassic. I had to take a moment. Yeah, it is too many.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jurassic week was all right. Uh, I, I, I guess I can preface this. I was not a, uh, a dinosaur kid. I have uh, really no nostalgia for these movies. So yeah, Surprising, uh, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you think about it, they are sci-fi. So I it would be kind of in my sci-fi wheelhouse as a you know growing up, but
0: and I'm surprised that you just weren't a
1: dinosaur dinosaur kid kid, because most kids are. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, so just not a lot of nostalgia for these films, but with World coming out and being a conclusion to not only the sequel trilogy of Jurassic World, and then as well kind of being a callback to the original trilogy of Jurassic Park. Hey, you know, I thought that was a good way to knock all this out.
0: No, I love it. I love that we did all six <laughs> yeah, it's in this a, it's episode. A media episode. I'm not sure that I would want to watch all six <laughs> in a week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I, I can only assume, obviously, I, know, I think I know where you're at. Really? I don't know. I, 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 I just assume they're all going to be low. <laughs> like I think they're all going to be shit I would say there
1: were some surprises in the week. Uh I would say I would say, you know, some notable surprises in the week. Okay, so, that's good to hear. Uh it was it wasn't without enjoyment. Uh there was definitely times of joylessness, but <laughs> <laughs> it was it wasn't it was it wasn't without Uh, Some moments that I I was really liking the films and what they were about and the dinos themselves. Okay.
0: Well, we're going to start with the biggest one. I think this one might be my favorite. So this is back in 1993. This is the original Jurassic Park directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a big movie. I mean, yeah. who, who doesn't really know this film? My uh, first
1: note is, like, where do I even start with this film? Yeah, you
0: know? I mean, I know that there... I've met people that like still haven't watched it, but, like, everyone knows how big it is. Yeah, Everyone knows yeah. the book as well. Mm. Um, so... What do we have with the OG Jurassic Park?
1: Sure. So, uh I think good a good way to set this up is that you have kind of a lot of uh, a lot of magic professionals working on this. It is prime Spielberg. This film is uh I believe winning 3 Oscars all for VFX and sound. And the juggernaut himself John Williams is behind the score, yeah. and I think we I mean, I can tell you actually definitively uh, watching... All six of these movies that echoes throughout uh, all six of these movies. I mean, that score is not only iconic but constantly In tied to, Yeah, <laughs> to the point we get sick of it after. <laughs> that, yeah, that, definitely that too. Uh, but but tied to the feeling of of dinosaurs, I feel like, uh, or at least at least with this uh, yeah, directly. Definitely. So uh, oddly enough, I was after after this week, I was kind of scratching my head. You know, what other dinosaur movies we could even watch? I guess there was that one Disney one. Uh, uh, called Dinosaur? Uh, yeah, Yep, yeah. yeah. yeah, where, where they're trying to have a, uh, protect the egg or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think the praise that comes with those three bullets are really well-deserved, folks. Uh, I think the scope of this review uh, is first going to focus on how those technical elements hold up for a modern-day watch. Special effects-wise, the farther away the dinos are... Uh, The less up close we are, the better it looks. It's a shame how colorful and bright the beginnings of Jurassic Park, uh, the first one, is. Uh, We will refer to this as JP, Okay. JP123, JW123. I'm not getting involved with Lost World. The the names are a mess. They are a mess. (laughs) I I actually really
0: have an issue with the names, big time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, where where do you, especially with Lost World, I feel like the second one really. The first three were a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what? It throws a wrench in the works for sure. But like I was saying, I mean, it's, it's a shame how colorful the beginning is because of how 90s the CGI is. Mm. Uh, I think right off the back, when talking about these visual effects, we have a lot of synergy between the team and Spielberg specifically. There is a monsoon type of rainstorm that is introduced in the second act, and you can see how better these effects look in shadow, in darkness, and I think that was probably Mm. very intentional in addition to the creepiness and the scariness of the the dinosaurs to it. But specifically a highlight for me on this first one for JP1 is the restraint of how little the dinosaurs are used sometimes. They are really left to be out in nature. Sometimes you just see the movement of the fawns mm-hmm. or, yeah. or the ferns yeah, you yeah, know, yeah the the different plants. Uh I, I think it's it's a it's a positive for me because I think it shows
0: restraint like you said.
1: Restraint yeah, and and so much this series becomes more and more about putting the craziest unique dinos in your face. We'll talk about it a lot in JW uh there is so much one-upsmanship of how rare of a dino can we get? How far from a T-Rex can we get with this? And it's just refreshing to see that it's not about just shoving it in your face. Well, it almost makes
0: it more menacing. Yes. Because it's exactly. what's not on screen and what is just, what is there, mm-hmm. but you just can't quite see it.
1: 100%, 100%. And I think,
0: and good for them for 93, just going back a little bit and watching some clips of just how good this really looks for 93. Yeah. It is very impressive. Absolutely. But it's also, they know where it works and we know where it doesn't, I think, and you know. Obviously, some shots might look a little aged, mm-hmm. but they do do a good job of not shoving it in your face and having it every single scene. Absolutely, where you go back and watch Star Wars Episode One, oh. <laughs> which is years later seven or seven or eight years yep, later, yep. and it just is god awful mm-hmm. in so many
1: scenes. It's so bad they they lean so heavily on it, right?
0: Uh, and I think, like you were saying, they just. It's tastefully done Exactly in this first Jurassic Park. I
1: I think Spielberg just very simply understood that he was working with a new art form or newer type of implementation of it uh, and had to sprinkle it in rather it be the main focus and we see that even in JP 2 and JP 3 more and more uh, that being the focus. Uh, I would say right on the piggyback of that uh, there is plenty of animatronic and puppet work uh, throughout this and it all looks great. I think ironically for the film's legacy being the if you will, the first good-looking CGI film uh, that uh, JP One has as kind of a, a legacy, the practical effects here probably take up a good fifty percent uh, of the right. work. Yeah, uh, which well, like is... you said,
0: especially on the close-ups. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. Where later on, uh, I mean, less and less and less <laughs> and less and less. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: and just totally relying on yeah, comput- Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and, and and believe me, I, I'm not going to say I, just just for this first trilogy, it, it's it's you know, obviously, I understand that it's not going to hold up too much in time, but I think the artistry that is shown in this first first one, and again, back to my opening statement around how does this hold up in a modern day watch? Mm-hmm. I think Spielberg understands that it maybe looks a little bit rough, and he has to kind of uh, you know time proof it, if you will. So yeah. Uh, and
0: overall, even with those, <clears throat> even where CGI is used and it looks a little rough, mm-hmm. overall, would you say it holds up to the test of time? Because so much is spent on close-ups of the dinosaurs or like one-on-one with the dinosaurs.
1: Yes, yes, I think uh, where the CGI doesn't hold up is primarily in daytime. And on, ironically right. enough, it is really that first shot with the brontosaurus uh, that the the big music swells and they first see it. Uh-huh. That's probably the roughest looking CGI when they're in the, in the park movie. originally exactly. and they're just seeing the glory
0: of it and the awe of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's probably the roughest looking versions or implementation of it in the whole film because pretty soon darkness falls over the of, over mm-hmm. the island and it looks all very good right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, story-wise, we we follow three scientists, Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill, uh, Ellie Sattler, uh, played by Laura Dern, and then Ian Malcolm, played by <laughs> the, the irreplaceable uh, Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. uh, who makes a <laughs> few more appearances in this. Uh, they are brought to the Experimental Jurassic Park uh, to find the faults in the eccentric park Uh, And the Eccentric Park owner, I should say, uh, John Hammond, played by Richard Attenborough. uh, I would say the beginning is brief. It gets us right into the park. Um, We experience the amazement through our character's eyes at the same time. And I just love how snappy the beginning of this film is. Hmm, It really is is top-notch. I actually love how much the script is focused on poking at the philosophy of cloning and gene manipulation Uh, i'll go into it in just a second but maybe this was hot at the time you know those type of you know i don't know whenever they cloned the sheep or or whatever you know in the the 90s i don't know Uh, i don't know if that was even in the 90s i have no idea the sheep cloning was that i don't know Regardless. I, I like how much the script is poking at these, these type of concepts because guess what? Our characters are scientists. They're not action heroes. Yeah, yeah. They are not, you know, adventure stars. You know, they are scientists. And so much of why this script is electric and still holds up today is because our characters act logically to what they actually are. And they're brought to the island not to put down the dinos or do anything with them. They're they're there to study and see if this is a feasible experiment right. for it. And I think that's so good as, as script writing. Makes it more
0: evolved. believable.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The characters are actually doing what the characters are. Uh, I, I mean that's just a, that's just a huge positive for me. I think it's just so enjoyable seeing scientists on screen work through the plot, being inquisitive and critical. Uh, I think it is not only well crafted as a story, but uh, it is really uh, you know just such a unique way to tell the story through the eyes of scientists they're not action heroes and uh, I bring this up and I'm, I'm focusing on this so much for folks at home more and more we see our characters become catch-alls uh you know they, they, mm, they, they do it all yeah. they, they, they they turn on an action hero uh, flip of the switch out of nowhere and so much is that uh, of that is my core criticism of the films later on so I can't understate how satisfying it is in this first one that I was still thinking to, oh, you know, six movies in, to just like, how did they not learn that? If we're going to be following scientists, maybe they interact with the stakes a little bit differently. They interact with the conflict of the plot a little bit differently. So I love that take
0: on it. Yeah, and it's something that I'm sure you're upset that it devolved more and more. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs>
1: devolved is is right. Uh, Spiral, uh, death dive. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's rough, but uh, later on. But for this first one, it, it's good, and I, and I just want to really praise that. I think really the writing is the strongest element of this. It's an a- excellent example of setup and payoff in a blockbuster movie. You know, constantly we are seeing the setup being little insight fed to us of how the dinos work, the science behind them. It makes sense for our, ca- uh, of our characters to be delivering this exposition because guess what? They're really nerdy about this stuff. They're right. scientists. Yeah. And it's such a great... Type of setup for it, where the payoff comes when you know shit's finally hitting the fan. We experience the same type of fear that our characters do because they've established these these little aspects, these little nuggets of information that we can recognize as danger as they recognize as danger. A great example of this is different poisons the uh, mm. the dinosaurs has. Ground shaking, the weight of the dinosaurs. These are little cues that the film uses strategically later on. To create that payoff, and a great example of that type of writing tool with it, just very tight, uh, and, and definitely worth that that kind of that type of um, classic, you know, that classic description of of this movie for that reason, yeah, it holds up.
0: I, I think for sure. And I think just because, like you said, you have characters playing believable parts and doing it well. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with such like intense and scary things, which <laughs> just <laughs> right. really it's a terrifying situation that they're put in. Right, right. I think it, it, yeah, it works. And that's why it still holds up. I think yeah. you make a great point.
1: Absolutely. I, and more than anything, I really don't see much wrong with this film. Uh, I, I can maybe tear apart how. The park becomes, uh, you know, outrageously dangerous out of nowhere. Like, how is it f- feasible up until this point? Uh, I definitely wasn't in love with some kid actors in this movie, but it really is in the DNA of all six of these films because we got to have kid mm. actors. Of course, you know? of course, yeah. And I think a lot of that is is honestly kind of falls into more pointless nitpicking. I think in the execution there is just such great character writing There is such great attention to detail and special effects. And it's enjoyable to participate in the plot because we really are experiencing Jurassic Park first time with these scientists. And guess what? These scientists as characters get us up to speed. I think, you know, maybe in my dream of dreams, uh, uh, if this was a rated R, uh, you know, my dream project after six movies still unrealized is a a rated R Jurassic Park. I would really love that. especially for how idiotic some characters in later films are. <laughs> but I, I will say it is a great adventure movie, and I really want to lean into that adventure movie because very rarely do we see any of the remaining five sequels. Uh, I, I cannot call them adventure movies. They become action movies. And I think there's that's part of the magic that...
0: Having the element of the park itself, yes. and the park be such its own character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is huge. And maybe our characters
1: being powerless, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, they're yeah. they're not action stars. So hmm. I think that is so key to it. This movie really did live up to its classic status with that. Maybe not for the CGI, as I thought in my kind of an uh, initial scope of this, but I think it is for uh, a classic for how tastefully it balances uh, a lot of what uh, what it has to offer, whether that be characters whether that be the dinosaurs themselves or some of the deeper heady plots of what we're dealing with with gene manipulation uh we're gonna go ahead and give jp1 jurassic park an 81
0: Ooh, an 81 is a fantastic score well
1: deserved well deserved
0: it's it's so nice that this huge movie that everyone knows most of us have seen it, Mm -hmm. it actually it deserves its actual praise absolutely it's not big just because it happens to be a big name that mm-hmm. everyone feels like they have to give a good score for, absolutely. Or something
1: like that. And believe me, you know I can I can nitpick with the best of them. I really do think it is pointless in this film because it just it's so tight. Otherwise, you yeah. Know I mean, maybe there's some things I don't care for flavor wise, but uh, it really is a well crafted film throughout uh, tiebacks and setup and payoff and yeah. good characters, just great.
0: Okay, so we're starting off with an eighty one. It's going to be uh, <laughs> interesting to see where we go from here. So obviously with the huge success of this film, with Steven Spielberg behind it, they come back at it again. Uh, this is now in 1997. It's four years later. Steven Spielberg is again helming the film uh, at directing. This is The Lost World, Jurassic Park, uh, with Jeff Goldblum taking really the the, the uh, lead role here. And then four years later, what's it like returning?
1: So, yeah, this goes from three Oscar wins to one nomination. Uh, Like you introduced, you know, pretty much same recipe here. Uh, We have Spielberg once again. I don't think, uh, in this case, that was a good thing, but But, hey, we'll get into it. And we also have John Williams here, too. Yeah. Uh, All the same ingredients, but so much weaker. I think the story really jumps through serious hoops to get us back to the island, or a second uh, kind of um, proto-island, if you will, in this. Uh, and. The result of it is, it just makes more of an action movie uh, and sets the tone for the the spotty sequels that we see in the in in the series coming forward. So, I, I think the problem with this movie is the opening premise, the hook. It is just so impossibly weaker. Uh, there mm. is a moment early on where Goldblum is summarizing the stakes and. What he is up against and what they're showing, you know, they're up against. And it just, it just sounds like the most pride open story. You know, there was such a nice bow on the end of the A very Jurassic complete Park. package. Yes, very complete. And it just, they are, it is the jaws of life trying to rip this story <laughs> open again, you know, to get something out of it, get, right. get, a, get a sequel made. Uh, and honestly, the pacing is. A nightmare for this. People are just showing up doing things out of nowhere. There is very little coherence to it. Uh, We really haven't talked about it on the podcast before, Mm -hmm. but I would refer to this as sequelitis, which uh, has been kind of a term on the internet for some time. Sequelitis, what it means to me is that when you have a slower, weaker version of the first film's plot, brought to the forefront to try to make this sequel it's it's basically a a slower beginning because we have to catch up to what our characters have been doing then we have to build that that stakes once again and then we finally get into the action it's the doomed plot that a lot of sequels have to have to fight against you know
0: well the problem is i mean what it comes down to is the whole thing of just trying to capture magic in a bottle a second mm-hmm. time around. Mm-hmm. And because, you. again, you have the book of Jurassic Park. Sure. And then with the film, and it's it's just...
1: And I think this might have well, been a, a book as well. I don't I don't know too much into it, but okay. yeah, it's But just, the fact
0: is, you had that complete package. Yeah. And because movie studios and money, it's like, yeah, well, we need, exactly. we need to keep this going. Yeah. And it sucks because, just like you said, the catching up with characters, and then the prying open and trying to... You can't recreate that fear and how dramatic that first one is sure, because sure. it's just in, in any sense it's been there done that as well mm-hmm, so how do you capitalize mm-hmm. on it exactly so you have weaker you have a weaker setup mm-hmm. and trying to do more and yep. it's just it's really a recipe of uh, uh for failure
1: yeah absolutely and
0: and the, for me personally i mean how did this you have jeff goldblum helming it you have Vin, <laughs> vince vaughn is in it oh yeah yep. this has me all over it
1: yeah yeah uh and it's a shame because so much time is just spent trying to create interest into you know why go back to the park where you know by the end of the first one the characters are saying never again you know they're they're literally saying never again yeah, um, yeah exactly uh it's it's just ridiculous so uh, a great example of um the setup in this film or, or rather I should say the great example is in the setup of this film uh, instead of nuggets of information around the dinos uh being dropped Dropped throughout it by scientists instead we have nuggets of information around the capacity of the expedition and how they w- will repel the dinos uh, if it goes bad those are the nuggets of information that is dropped and because the payoff is about action now the entire adventure of the story has been abandoned uh, you know my note here is all science is dead basically okay. uh, and, and, and that's the real shame of it because Clearly, they looked at the success of Jurassic Park and said, Oh, people love the dinos, people love the scares of it. Of course. And I really think it's a fundamental misunderstanding of what works about, you know, Jurassic Park 1, or at least for me, you know. When it comes to, you know, uh, why all of this doesn't work, is that I think really just the writing is not there. Characters act like such. Idiots near constantly, <laughs> and it's just such a far cry from my praise of the logic and the character writing in one. I mean, a, a real one eighty. It is crazy. Let's let's run down that list a little bit. We got Jeff Goldblum. Which is a plus acting wise. I mean, Goldblum is a fan uh, of both both Tom and I, folks yeah. at home. Uh, it is. Uh, Did, uh, does
0: he fit in that category of? I feel like he would be one of the most competent characters. Is that sure. right? Is that is that right or no?
1: I, I think it's a funnier movie for Jeff's inclusion, but they put him on the sidelines. I mean, I know okay. I agree with what you're saying that Jeff is the lead here. Yeah, but I feel like so much time of him on screen is. He's he's doing kind of his mumbling, rambling, you know, shtick, if you will. Okay, but he's not really doing anything of consequence for the for the story. You know, what I mean, he's not okay. really doing anything to progress the story along specifically. That is on other characters' plates, and the other characters already I are idiots. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, it's a shame because I, I I don't think he gets as much screen time as he should, and definitely not for how as substantial as a character he is, even for this entire six movie run. You right, know what I mean, he is a a serious, you know, main character. Yeah, to definitely. That. Vince Vaughn is here chewing gum for the entirety of the film <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> he is chewing a lot in this and uh, <laughs> I guess that's his that's his shtick uh, but uh, I think he's enjoyable I think it, it my my praise for Vince Vaughn probably adds to that this is a much funnier movie than the first movie it's probably on the shoulders of okay. Goldblum and Vaughn you okay
0: know, I gotcha alone well, that's um, good to hear yeah yeah it's <laughs> good to hear that those two guys are doing okay
1: <laughs> There's they're uh, survive with this skin. Yeah. Julianne Moore though, um who I'm usually a fan of, I mean even most recently to the Paul Thomas Anderson Boogie Nights review. Oh yeah. Uh you know, really fan uh, a fan of her acting, uh she is just the absolute worst here. Uh her character <laughs> contradicts herself near constantly and uh, it just the performance is lacking so much. The character's in a relationship with Jeff, but Honestly, I mean, there is next to no chemistry. Not that there's great romance, if you will, in these first three movies, and certainly it feels forced in in the mm-hmm. Jurassic World trilogy. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's it's extra noticeable, uh, extra noticeable. Uh, against all odds, the kid actor is good. Uh, Vanessa Lee Chester, I believe her name is, is the actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Vanessa Chester. Yep. And uh, not only is she better than probably both kids combined in the first one, uh, but she is better than most of the adult actors in this, and... (laughs) There's even some lines dedicated to her that's like, wow, I mean, she's, she's really smarter than most characters on screen and how she's thinking. So, They don't uh, keep her
0: as a dumb kid. They actually keep her as one of the common characters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and maybe that's a stylistic choice in itself, uh, but I think it is a bad sign if I am praising real kid actors. <laughs> right. oh, oh, well, kid actors over real actors, yeah. I should say. So, <laughs> so you know, let, let that speak, volume. But uh, visual effects-wise, I think, uh, you know, this is, this is the slippery slope. It's... It's leaning heavier and heavier into CGI sequences, and, and obviously weaker for it. At least for these these next two movies, while we're still in late '90s, to mid mid to late '90s, mm-hmm, you yep. know, it is it's it's tough because uh, you know this is an action film and. Any chance of not seeing dinos is gone, uh, which I know that sounds weird, but I I do have to stress it works with less. It builds a fear, especially when the payoff for all these films is kind of a PG-13 horror film, you know, in ways. It's always going to be, you know, dinos going crazy, so... There is a good amount of public animatronic work. Uh, I would say that I, that's a note for me for this one, for J, JP2 specifically, because it is really going to go away very drastically for a while. <laughs> and, and when it's there, maybe sprinkled in. Uh, Jurassic World uh, trilogy. It's it's almost you know it's it's inconsequential. It's almost like a callback. It's like a nostalgia grab. Honestly, okay, so, okay. Slight positive in this is the tech. Actually, <laughs> I enjoyed the guns, the truck, the machinery. Uh, if oh, really? This is going to be an action film. That's I did amazing. kind of enjoy the the ninetiesness of it. I mean, believe me. Obviously, I know this is just toy fodder. You know, this is just for the toy sales. I have My <laughs> My my cynical brain will kick in, but I did enjoy it. Uh, it was it was cool tech, you know, cool uh, action movie tech. So that's, a, uh, that's, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like t- yeah, it's a tick boss. in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A tick in the wrong direction is that uh, this introduces uh, this franchise's relationship with Mercedes Benz uh, quite a bit. Oh, uh, Mercedes like is film? all over uh, this. I thought um, the first one too
0: or the no, jeeps yeah the jeeps, jeeps. Mm-hmm. that's right yeah
1: yeah and uh, i also found it very funny because uh these mercedes aren't those like uh, orange green dino colors they had to have like serious vehicles it's like yeah. we're not messing around here <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh, uh, my quick note with that is just with the with the ad placement it's not egregious uh it's certainly not sonic the hedgehog but uh when it comes to uh, some of this ad placement i mean you know it really it's it's going to depend folks at home how sensitive you are to that stuff. I'm not going to overly knock the movie for it because I think it it wasn't anything beyond just uh the camera hanging on the right. front of a Mercedes for a couple seconds longer which right, realistically right. that's not going to make a difference for a lot of people. Yeah. But it is something to note because this film kicks it off and it's sprinkled through all the films uh, throughout them. Okay. So Mercedes is they are, they are in they, bed with yes. each other. So, uh.
0: <laughs> well, the Jeeps are almost iconic. And they, I, oh, yeah, the this. color palette. They were shoved absolutely. in your face, but they were cool. Like, they wouldn't think, I don't know, you didn't think you were watching a Jeep ad. Exactly. But exactly. here we're taking that turn. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: So. Okay. I don't know how, honestly, this film is such a weak sequel, though. Uh, about a one hour in, and it finally hits a tiny bit of a stride, basically when all of the forces are kind of collected together uh so that they're against the dinos uh but uh, this film does really little to grab the audience and it honestly is very frustrating how the characters aren't really characters they are just service to get us in front of more dinos and i think there's just a i can't tell you how uh, fundamental of a misunderstanding that is to what worked in the first film that yes the first film is absolutely about dinosaurs and you know, some some PG-13 action with those dinosaurs, but... It's so much more. Yeah, that's yeah. not why you call the first one of classic, and that's certainly not why you call the first one a, you know, any, any kind of, you know, a magical movie, as a lot of people would describe it. And I can definitely get behind that, even without that nostalgia. JP2 just, uh, again... Not to not to use a catch all term but sequelitis it is it is doomed to fail, just being a follow up to such a classic movie, but also uh fails on its own merits quite a bit in just Yeah, just being very generic and again these characters are just fodder to get us closer to dinosaurs and they're acting dumb as a result of that so we're gonna go ahead and give The Lost World Jurassic Park a 38
0: oh my gosh catastrophic
1: downturn
0: yeah I didn't think it was gonna be that bad I thought maybe in the 50s or something like that wow that's Uh, a big drop that's a a big drop off
1: yeah a lot of consensus fan consensus online is this one is you know just slightly worse than Jurassic Park 1 I it was I, I? I disagree with that. Uh, you think it's a definitely a big jump. I think it's well, a big jump. Yeah, this eighty-one is, to a thirty-eight. Yeah, this is right in line. Well, we, we've got plenty to talk about, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to hold it right there. <laughs> we got we got four more movies. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we're going to go back now. Now we're in 2001. Uh, this is ju- oh, it's
1: 2001. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's not oh, okay. late nineties. Yeah, it's okay. 2001. This is it's Jurassic Park three. Sam Neill is back. Mm. Sam Neill uh, turned down the role of Elrond. In in the Lord of the Rings, in order to do Jurassic Park 3. (laughs) I bet that stinks. I remember watching Jurassic Park 3 and remembering it like this is a bad movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of enjoyable, but this is a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Again, Jurassic Park 3, Vin, uh, what did we get?
1: Yeah, this has a. Uh, a big, bad reputation uh, for being the worst of the original three. Uh, yeah. We, of course, part ways with Spielberg here. Yes, uh, and true. also get the first of the series that is under two hours. I believe this clock's in at like an hour and 32. Hour
0: 32. Uh, the other ones were, what, two in, uh The Lost World was two hours and nine minutes. Yep. And the first one was like two hours and seven or something like that. Exactly. Actually, and it is. It's only an hour and a
1: half. <laughs> yeah. And, and in ways that's a positive, but definitely highlights uh, some of the very inconsequential uh, writing to it. It's very popcorn writing, you know. They're not really focused with making a, a story about science or, or dinosaurs or anything. You know? Is this
0: when it steps into the action realm? You would say?
1: I would say it, it's maybe a slight step back. It is a little bit more adventure than action okay. uh, with 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 Jurassic Park three, um, but uh, it is yeah it's it's just it's just got some of the weakest aspects as well. Uh, it's It's a shame because they're they're definitely trying to recapture a little bit of what worked in JP one versus uh, jP two. Uh, but yeah, part of that is it really is the weakest premise yet uh, among our main actors this time. Sam Neil is returning uh, and back into the action. His engagement of how to get to Jurassic Park again. I'm scratching my head over because by the end of Jurassic Park one, there they're, everyone is saying never again. Where you know, right. Never again. What is our pre-
0: Yeah. What is our premise here?
1: He's basically he's doing his, uh, arth- um, uh, not anthropology. Why can't I think archaeology yeah. thing? Uh, and he has a struggling program and he needs money. So when there is a pair, uh, a group of uh, a group of individuals that come to him and and are trying to give money to his program mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what gets him skin in the game okay you know? gotcha that's a slippery slope from there and it's I, just that a- right there doesn't that sound weak you know well I mean? yeah sure it's, and it's like almighty dollar it'll get you there
0: and it's just assumed and okay it's just like oh no Jurassic Park is back open and that's just how it is it's okay. still
1: this second island it, you know it's an abandoned island after Jurassic Park 2 now the the parents of a child need an expert to help find the kid. That's not there initially, though. That's kind of unpacked once they get to the island. Okay. Again, folks. I mean, if you're worried about even mild spoiler, this is all within like ten minutes. This movie moves along as a at a you know breakneck speed <laughs> because they only have an hour and thirty, and they got to fit a lot of dinos in here. So, but when it comes to Sam Neill's character getting involved in this. It, it's just there's there's no joy. He doesn't want to go to the island. It's weak. Yeah, it's weak. It, there's no excitement to the island. Right, where there is hesitation in going to the island because they're like, what what is this? You right, know, this is is this something shady? You know what's going on, but there is excitement there and. That's what I think really fails about this film is that it's you mean, really the first one there was excitement. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Uh, JP three it fails because you know Sam Neill's character. Yes, he is supposed to be this grumpy archaeologist that believes in old dinosaurs and not these new gene modified dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But it it really just really slows a lot of the enjoyment down as a result. It's a shame because, you know, again, it's trying to capture more of an adventure versus action. Right. But it's almost shot in the foot by including uh, Sam Neill's character. Uh, this movie has the dumbest characters yet. No longer are we <laughs> dealing with just dumb businessmen or dumb military men, but we have just dumb parents, which unlocks a new level of stupid. Uh, we have William H. Macy and uh, Taya Leone, uh, which, again... Both equally, I like his actors, uh, you know, especially right. William H. Macy. Well, again, once again, the uh, uh, this is going back to the Paul Thomas Anderson episode that we did. Uh, was he in? A standout. He was in Magnolia as a standout. Ah, okay. So, you know, I like these actors quite a bit, uh, but... It's just, man, it is just the worst. These two are the worst, (laughs) as the parent inserts. uh, And it is just such a... My my direct criticism of dumb characters in this movie, or in this franchise, it's a shame because the script is not there to support it. And maybe you could say, well... You know, it's a, it's a kid's movie. You want to maybe see the panic and the fear through parents' eyes. You know, they lost the child on the island on, like, a mm. kind of vacation. Mm, so okay. maybe that's a little bit gripping. But, I mean, as soon as they get off the plane, they are yelling. They are, like, attracting dinosaurs. It's just like, oh, my God. It's just... <laughs> incompetence. And incompetence, incompetence is not really fun to see on screen. Exactly. Because it's just annoying. Yeah. 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 Uh, and especially for now by this third one, there is a building universe. There is an ongoing timeline and plot line to the Jurassic Park universe that people are getting mm, more familiar mm-hmm. with dinosaurs and the concepts of living with dinosaurs in some way. Right. The fact that they're this idiotic really doesn't make sense. You know, it's really the worst of the series, so... So much is thrown, uh, our characters, uh, so much is, is just our, our characters being thrown into the way of dinosaurs, uh, rather than have them actually interact with the story. It really does feel like some of the criticism that Martin Scorsese would say that it just feels like a ride. You know what I mean? We're just, you know, there is okay. really no story, you know, we're just along for the ride to come across more dinos, uh, and put that in front of our face, so... Uh, maybe that plays into Universal Studios and uh, <laughs> the, is
0: there? The... <laughs> is there because it's an hour and a half, and because it's snappy, and because it's like you're along for the ride, mm-hmm. and it's a dinosaur ride. Is it? Is part of it, it because it's almost it's not trying to be intellectual at all, mm-hmm. like the first one, mm-hmm. and it's almost it's it's almost like given up on that. It seems by this by this third oh, yeah. one. Is it fun?
1: I in ways I think Sam Neil kind of shoots it in the foot shoots the fun in the foot because every time that there's like some wonderment or amazement around dinosaurs he cuts it he's okay. there saying no these things are here to kill us and yes that is the reality of it yeah. but There there's a magic lost for it for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, It's just it's just a bad mix. So you
0: can't say, oh, it's a bad it's it knows it's a bad movie. I'm watching a bad movie and this is a great time. It's it's really not hitting it. There's a
1: bitterness, there's an awkward bitterness to it. Yeah. I you know, like I said, I do appreciate that it's about adventure again. It doesn't fall into the same pitfalls of JP two. There is Minor, minor cases where we see echoes of what made the first one work. There is a little bit of discovery. There is a little bit of those science facts setting up scares, that payoff set up. Uh, relationship or set set a payoff relationship Uh, but sadly the movie is just people acting dumb and not getting killed for teases and scares it is very unsatisfying this film is where I was (laughs) saying I want a rated R Jurassic Park I wanted all these guys to die I wanted all it's of them to true. be Dino actually, food. It
0: actually would be a great <laughs> it'd movie. Be great, yeah, it'd
1: be great. <laughs> and even the Dino, you know, the dinosaur and dinosaur combat, you know, is uh, it would be it would be awesome. But you know, that's that's dream project. Uh, <laughs> I, may, maybe Spielberg is interested in giving Daily Ratings money. You know, <laughs> week we that. Yeah, you could donate. Yeah,
0: um, I'm very curious to see now with the CGI and animation of it all. Yes. What is it like? I mean, are we really stepping away, especially because we don't have that that pet project of mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg because he's yeah. a different director now? What's the mix between real mm-hmm. effects and fake?
1: I would say maybe it's 80% CGI, 20% practical. Mm. Uh, it's definitely it totally going flipped, more flipped and more it, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's flipped Which more it is 2001 more. is what's hot right yeah, exactly.
0: now. Again, Star Wars coming out, things like that. I think Lord that's honestly ranks. a great
1: example yeah. with Phantom Menace. And, and also a great example for maybe even just folks at home picturing how bad that can age, you know, how bad the CGI no, yeah, looks, yeah. you know, when you look back to it. So
0: how do the dinos look here?
1: Uh the dinos look good. I, I think part of the praise I have for this is that the action and set pieces are a slightly better than Jurassic Park Two. There is a a big hit pitch here for flying dinosaurs, a pterodactyl, uh, which honestly gave me some kind of Hitchcock bird vibes to it. It's, okay. it's shot interestingly. Okay. Honestly, another big pitch is dinosaur versus dinosaur fights. Uh, They aren't terrible, and certainly they become a main feature of the Jurassic World trilogy. There's probably one or two dinosaur versus dinosaur fights in each one of those films, Mm -hmm. so we see that being crafted here. I I think while the CGI isn't great for this dino v. dino combat, it is, once again, I want to give a little bit of credit to... Kind of shaking things up. It's interesting. It reminds me of more of a kaiju kind of Godzilla fight within a, a Jurassic Park movie. Mm, kind of cool. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it opens it up a little bit. The dinosaurs themselves are much more fantastical, and I think that's where, oddly enough, the CGI kind of helps it a little bit. Uh there are some cool designs there's different colors there's gene mutations in these dinosaurs so okay. they're they're changing as well and it's 100% a preview of what we see in the Jurassic World trilogy where that is always about The kind of the one-upsmanship of we got to make the crazier dino. We have to put, you know, a T-Rex doesn't do anymore. We need something else, you know, which is so much about that sequel trilogy. You know, that's all it's about with the dinosaurs. So,
0: right. It's coming down to the actual like it's like the business side of <laughs> yeah. of the park and everything like that. And what can True. we? Yeah. yeah,
1: but I even think in like the dinosaurs they put in front of the screen, like a T Rex doesn't do. They're always saying like, oh, that's a that's oh, a something Saurus. That's, right. yeah. uh, that's bigger than a T Rex, or that's smarter than yes, a raptor. I see. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so much yeah, because you need
0: that all factor exactly. That you just can't really read. Recreate, yeah, exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm 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 50 50 on it, but I think uh, from a bird's eye overall, the CGI, it's not great, but it is an assistance to some more dynamic action scenes, and specifically action scenes that we don't really see in the other two movies, and definitely that you know the last of this this original trilogy. So that's that's a little bit of a positive if I can give that there. Okay, so. Uh, I don't have much more to say, though. This is a short movie with an ultralight framework of a story, so the runtime is dedicated to getting dinos in front of the screen uh, in ways it works better for that reason, because a lot more. it, it is a lot more violent uh, than the other two entries. And I can't say it's necessarily worse than two, but it is a little bit more boring, and it has weaker survival stakes. I was really... In a tough spot with this one, because online uh, everyone says this is the the worst of the three, uh, yeah, and I was walking away with this, and I was like, "No." Two's the worst, really. Yeah, two's the worst. I think so. Of uh, uh, the it's, original three, that is right. So,
0: and is this because of what it comes down to? Is just because it's so more, much more basic, and it's a very, very smaller. It's such a smaller package. Yeah, it's yeah, Forty minutes shorter. It's
1: almost not interested in telling the story. You know, I mean, it's it's yeah, we have to get to the island. Yeah, we got to save a kid with some parents. Right, but it's not interested in telling anything more. You know, once we're on the island, it's it's dinos nonstop. You know so uh huh. yeah it, it, in ways because it's shorter <laughs> run time too you it, it's it's this ultra light type of story framework okay you know and and in ways like I said again
0: even with the most incompetent characters <laughs> it's just like hey whatever <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it's just, matter it's
1: just getting in front of dinos and yeah yeah uh, definitely represents the bare minimum of what you could do story wise to rush to the cgi dino action uh, and I would say this is most shown in the ending resolving cartoonishly fast I mean it like comes out of nowhere <laughs> we're like two minutes left and nope and we're just resolved you know we're good so uh but you know though there may be through my review m- some sprinkles of more praise uh throughout it is still bare minimum we're gonna go ahead and give Jurassic Park 3 a 40 on the dot
0: mm, okay all right so two percent better yeah Forty on the dot, and I think that totally. Yeah, I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think there's a big shock there. Yeah, a little yeah. surprising that two is worse for sure. I, at least like I said, in my I opinion. It was be in the 50s. Yeah,
1: I, I found myself being much more annoyed with two because it's trying to tell a story and it's failing. It's at failing. It, at where at this, it. is, this is barely any. It's story. It's not even here. trying. that Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So. Okay, Vin. All right, so we're gonna take a break here instead of waiting for our. Are now in theaters film We're going to break it up Because we have such a nice Nice break Where we have The first block Being mm-hmm. the first trilogy We'll have our donation block And then we'll go into That uh, that last trilogy So Absolutely. real quick folks We just want to thank Those of you who Produced this episode And we do have A producer here We have Anonymous Coming in Ben. Okay And Anonymous Gave the donation of What did they give oh, $7.89 Okay it's Seven. It's a 789 donation There we go <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he wrote in a note here So it's Anonymous Hey guys Anonymous here uh, great show. Appreciate the reviews and the work put in. Uh, I have a question on the website, though. It seems pretty incomplete. When is it really going to be up and running? Thank you mm. guys for your value.
1: A great question. We, yeah. We're wondering that as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate that you're getting value from it, and we appreciate the value that you sent us to us. So, yeah. So obviously we, we pitch the website every um, every week. And sure. that's, you, know, mm-hmm. you go to thedailyratings.com to go to the donations tab, as we always say. Mm-hmm. Um So the deal with the site is, you know, Vin and I over the past five years-ish or so have, you know, we've had somewhere around 700 films or Mm -hmm. something like that or somewhere around, yeah, 650 films already – uh, marked down and, and rated. Yeah, and, and then, taken seriously. Right. Like, oh, no, absolutely. And then we started the podcast where we've now added an additional, I don't know, almost like 150 already. or even more. We're approaching of <laughs> yeah. 200 that we've done here. So what the site is, we're going back in that back catalog and getting all the movies up and running. And then we're going to go in order then and be putting on the ones that we've reviewed in the podcast. So if you go to the site now, we have our recently rated, and that's just back catalog stuff. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to get it on the site. It takes... A long time. It, oh, yeah. Uh, per, It takes a long time per movie. And then when you times that, when we have hundred, literally hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why when you look at this, there's a, there's a now playing section. That, that's completely empty. But eventually what's going to happen is that the site's going to be filled out. Our compilation page is going to be filled out and be kind of cool. We want to do like mob movie compilation and in this instead of mm-hmm. just doing genres that are on there now. Absolutely. So, yeah, the, the site's a little light. It is growing in films because we have this massive catalog that we have to go into. And then the cool thing is when you go into the movie, like when you click on the specific movie, then uh, there's going to be a link, uh, a listen to the review kind of link. So Mm -hmm. you just click that button and it takes you to the episode. If, you know, why did Vin give this score? Click the listen to the review. You can use the time code and go straight to it. And then you can kind of hear at least, uh, you know, the justification of why Vin gave the score. That's kind of how that's going to look. So, yeah, it it is. it's, It's an ongoing process. Um, so it is incomplete. Don't worry, we are working on it. And hopefully, within the coming months, uh, it really starts to get filled out. So, but we thank you. so we, th- we yes,
1: and thank you for using the site too. That's yeah, exactly. we're glad
0: you're on it. and we're you know, we wish that in a heartbeat that it could just be completed and good to go (laughs) do we ever (laughs) but uh i I love that you got you're still getting some sort of value and your value today back to us was was you know it's a seven eight nine donation that's (laughs) That's cool and whatever that meant to that person it was funny or whatever so (laughs) we want to thank anonymous you're the sole producer the executive producer here today the daily ratings and and we thank you so much and and for folks if you want to help produce if you want to be a producer of the show again we are completely producer supported it's a value for value model so you know, if you find that we're providing value for you, we ask that you give some value back. And that's just uh, a monetary donation. Go to the daily go to the top right in the donation tab. Uh, you can do a weekly, you can do some monthlies, or whatever value that you want. Like Anonymous did here. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be anonymous, you just click the box, and and that's how that works. So Absolutely. again, we just want to thank you, thank you, Anonymous, and for those of you future producers, we thank you as well. And we look forward to having you for for weeks and weeks to come as well. So all right, Vince. So with that, we're going to continue. Uh, we are now in our second trilogy. They took off for it was
1: was fourteen year gap. Um. Yeah, so yes. So Here we are. The first one in 2015.
0: Right. So we're back in 2015. This is Jurassic World. Now introducing our brand new characters in inter- a new story. What is this, and can you break down how did we get back to this? Are we in the same world as sure, yeah. the original films, or yep. what do we have here? What's yeah, the setup it, it for the is film? a
1: full continuation, uh, but uh, it recognizes the, the the thirty plus year gap in the events uh, of the timeline here uh, for Jurassic World. I don't have any experience with the director uh, Colin Trevorrow. I think it's Trevorrow. We've been saying Trevorrow. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, sure. Uh, but <laughs> but he directed this and uh, and the new one. The middle one was tossed to another director. I I believe this is pretty much Colin's baby, you know, as far as writing all these films. This is really his mark. So, uh, a secret Christmas movie. Just got to get. Really? It it starts on Christmas Day, you know? I like that. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) And 30 years after the events of JP1, uh, the corporations have fully taken over the dinos of the island. Uh, We jump ahead to. The peak of a futuristic uh, Disney World-like version of Jurassic Park in full effect and straight up there is a lot of enjoyment in seeing this in full effect on the screen because when we go back to that original story of Jurassic Park 1, it's what's always being flirted, you know, we want the full Jurassic Park, you know, as an amusement park. Right. And as far as the sequels go, it's it's never even entertained having this, this actual operational Jurassic Park where ki- children and families are going to see dinosaurs and it's there's there's such a Snappiness! There is a such a baseline enjoyment we have to jumping into this, and once again with new eyes we see, wow, it works. We, we, right, we're it's experiencing completed now. the the uh, the you know the amazement, the bewilderment. Yes,
0: it. it's not like it's opening and we need to get scientists to see if it is
1: going to work. Yep, it's, here we are. Made so it's made like, oh, no, it work over we, thirty years. Right. You know? <laughs> wow, everything did that. Everything's you know? cool. Yep. Uh, and we see it in full swing, you know. I mean, this is a when I say futuristic Disney World that that really yeah, is. The, no, I think the, the, the that focus. makes sense. Yeah, right into the very naming as well. It's no longer Jurassic Park; it's Jurassic World. This kind of second iteration of it, which I think is a little clever too. So,
0: I, th- I think you have to. I think that's the way to yeah, do it exactly. Now, did so. they give? Like as far as like placement in the earth or mm-hmm. on the earth, do we know like where we are with the original islands, or it doesn't matter? I important. believe
1: it is the second island. This the the same second oh, still- <laughs> island that <laughs> because the first okay, island right. went to crap. Okay, and then they have the second island. So, uh, but it is still uh, connected to those original islands because I believe even in this first Jurassic World, they're coming across old Jurassic Park buildings or, or or bunkers or things like that. Oh, like that. okay, and, and they so, aged a little bit. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. all right. Uh, and I think that's one of the strongest suits about jumping into this. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be going into a lot of the praise that I have for this film, but it is it does feel great because – so much of that first one is talking about Hammond's plans to what he wants to do for Jurassic Park to make it family friendly, to invite kids, you know, to create the amazement of it. Yeah. And just seeing, just jumping into the fact that this is at the peak of the park is really enjoyable and it's really satisfying as well. It's not in a nostalgia grabby way either. I mean, clearly there are some things. Yeah there is uh, a lot of enjoyment to just jumping head first and say wow okay let's let's figure out We're what here. this okay. what this world looks like okay. you know what this park looks like i think the premise of this movie a you know like i said uh, not only the fully developed park also, corporate involvement, uh, there is a, a lot of theming of, with these advancements, the severity of gene manipulation has spiraled out of control and and spawns uh, <laughs> kind of a, uh, if you will, a supervillain dino that is our main focus <laughs> in this film. It's nothing like the original, but it's also a lot of fun, I will say that, it is a fun movie for this, I mean, it's very cartoonish, but uh, I think it does work. This movie, building on those factors, um, corporate involvement in dinosaurs, gene manipulation, a developed park, it really does make for the perfect sequel uh, to Jurassic Park 1. Really? I think it is a better sequel than both of the sequels in the original trilogy. Okay.
0: Well, I can see that because it's taking it away. It's not uh, trying to stay so close to the mm-hmm. original. Exactly. It's, it's acknowledging just like, oh, we're 30. It's almost like they can do what they want a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess- it, I It's guess, taking it,
1: the, e- everything that Hammond says in the first one and says, okay, we've made it work some. Somehow, let's see what this means in its peak, the yeah. heydays of the park. Okay, you know I don't, I, mean? I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was really enjoyable. I mean, it's definitely really? cartoonish in a lot of ways, but I was, I was this, this was, this was a highlight for me. I was, I was excited. I'm more than how, surprised. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
0: Because I watched this one. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> but think about it. Like we're jumping into, you know, there, there's no yeah. setup needed. There's no, there's no like pulling teeth of why do we have to go back to this clearly dangerous park? Guess what? We've gotten that all out of the way, and we're just finding out how do our characters work in this. Oh, world I'm fine now. with that. That. I'm yeah. fine with
0: that. I think it for me it was the execution, the script, the actors.
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: visuals.
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I said, I, I don't think it was, <laughs> it was, it was hugely impressive. But this was a lot better for me. And again, okay. as a sequel to that original, the ideas of the original, it was, it was doing a good job. Mainly because of that pacing, it wasn't prying it open for another sequel. You know, it was confident in going afterwards. No,
0: way. and I like that it took a big enough jump. It, it's a very good point to make that mm-hmm. it made a big enough jump in in the plot, and mm-hmm. it's not trying to hang on to Jurassic Park. It's just like, oh, no, no, we're in Jurassic World now. Yeah, exactly. I lo- actually, I do like that. Yeah. I never really thought about it quite like that. Exactly.
1: Uh, a much different story because of the establishment of the park around it. We are, like I said, able to jump right into our characters' lives, and as they have these jobs within the park to show, the, show us how everything operates, I think uh, it's not... Nostalgia Uh, you know this movie is trying to be its own film with the ideas of the old films as the foundation so sure there are callbacks, but it works differently because these are lines these are actual you know lines in the script that Hammond talks about in the first mm-hmm. film yeah. you know uh, so seeing that fall through I thought was very good and and that's if I had to really fall on the sword for this film that's where i think it's like a a good sequel because it's taking that and it's saying okay we we are putting that in front of you now we okay. realized it. No, so, no, i like that. I do. Yeah. I would say i can't stress enough, you know, it just works so much better. There is pacing, there is excitement, there's interest and it's there organically because it's it's us curious about how, you know, with if anything, the prior knowledge of every attempt at establishing this park being catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, how are they making it work? I think there is a baseline excitement to seeing even the mundane roles of our characters. Uh, Pratt as a velociraptor trainer, almost like a SeaWorld trainer or something like yeah, that. You yeah, know what yeah, yeah. I mean? There's enjoyment to seeing how it works, How? Uh, what is the day-to-day operation to it. So uh, let's get into this. some actor talk. I will now perform my best Chris Pratt impression for Tom. Would you rate this for me, Tom? Okay.
0: What is this, <laughs>
1: <laughs> ladies
0: and gentlemen? Okay, I so- am <laughs>
1: I am crouching. I, my my left or my right hand is out in front of me. <laughs> And and this is Chris Pratt for the entirety of this trilogy is a handout.
0: Oh, is it just constant? Oh, 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 it's it's constant. just constant. It's,
1: it's him leaning
0: down. And go whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you, a, give you a Tommy, Tommy Two it. shoes for it. Tommy Two shoes. Fantastic. <laughs> um so how is honestly, you know what the one thing I remember is about Chris Pratt? And ridiculous about eye makeup? Oh, really? Did you notice that or no? It's just um, me being annoyed by maybe. his face. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Seriously.
1: by his face, yeah. Okay, yeah. The, the gateway uh, in the acting. The actors. Yeah, the, he, uh, Chris Pratt pl- plays a uh, raptor trainer within the park. His work has him cross paths with military lobbyists and looking to weaponize the dinos. Certainly a theme in the original trilogy. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm, yeah, that felt like what the only thing the original trilogy could do is people wanted to use the dinos for you know, for for weapons. Right. Honestly, Pratt, it's not bad. I think in this first film, it's he's at his best. No oh boy, nowhere to go but down. <laughs> yeah. For real, but. Man, he's just got some of the cheesiest lines mm-hmm. I've ever heard. It feels like an eighties movie. The writing um, just sucks, huh? Yeah. It's like really like cheesy one-liners. I don't understand it. Sadly, this only gets worse the more on we go. He just gets cheesier and cheesier, both within the progression of really? this film and for sequels coming up. Uh it's it's a little rough. Uh we'll move on to Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, who plays the manager of park operations. Plays a businesswoman that knows her stuff but is a little green around leading the dinos for the park. I was really much scratching – I was scratching my head over the fact that, like, (laughs) how is this woman in charge of the entire park but doesn't know, like, basic facts around dinos? But
0: Yeah, right uh, there. Right there. I'm annoyed, and I'm just – and I'm out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it comes to a thing of just, like, everyone loves um, Richard Attenborough Mm, in it. He's so good, you know, and he just—he's just a believable as a guy who like truly believes in his like yeah, yeah. <laughs> his creation that he wants. He's all about it, yeah, and he yeah. like he is knowing. Yeah. So again, it's like, what's the point? Is it is it just insulting to? It's like oh we have a it's, oh it's mostly a kids movie and kids mm. don't care. Like let's just make everybody like yeah you know what I mean. It's just insulting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's something about movies, especially like a blockbuster film like this today, where they just suck the writing. And the character development is yeah. god awful.
1: It, it, it's rough, uh, and I mean, granted, it really wasn't a highlight of the of the previous two um, that we covered. But uh, it's it, it really just scratches my head that they give the characters these roles, yeah, and nothing is done with it. You know, we we don't see to get her be a badass in her own capabilities like we get to see with Pratt. You know, Pratt, we get to see him interacting with the Raptors and right. everything like that. You know, the whole nine we don't get to see her have encyclopedic knowledge of the park or its operations or its it, systems, it's you know a, what I mean? It, and that's just equally how you want to write your character. Yeah, and it's interact.
0: intentionally done, and that's the thing. It's like, why? Yeah. When it doesn't make sense. Is exactly. it the fact that it was just supposed to make corporate idiots? Like, yeah. oh, she's in corporate, so she's a moron. She doesn't really <laughs> right. know she's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably it. But yeah. it's just annoying, yeah.
1: It's a shame because, I, I mean, I think both characters as the two sides of the coin have you know, their prowess, their expertise, but for Howard it boils down to very idiotic action. Uh, how the character's actually interacting with the plot, interacting with the with the uh conflict, uh it's 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 real bad. There's also a very forced romance in this, and I get it, it you know it's a movie. Yeah, it's a move me. But to do it back. Yeah, it's 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 a thumbs down for me. Uh, I think it's 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 telling that it really doesn't go anywhere for the first two films and then finally by the third film it's somewhere. So, you know, get used to it basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk effects. Um brand new and shiny CGI, but uh really not flawless. Uh, I would say there is a lot of motion blur. Um, mm. The fast raptor movement, I would say, does not look good. I don't know if it, would as a, it was at a, a lower frame rate or something like that. I don't know. They were trying to make it look faster than what it was actually. What, what it so was they blurred actually. it out? Yeah, there's like some weird motion blur type yeah, of. Yeah, it makes so sense. That it
0: looks yeah. bad. I'm not surprised.
1: And n- really next to no animatronics or puppeteering, uh, the dinos... Uh, on the praise side, and this really, I really do mean this is as praise. I think this is a good development, and unfortunately, it's a, it's a development in this new trilogy. But slowly and slowly, takes more and more of the backseat. The dinosaurs are characters now, and I think it really works a lot. I talked about already ah, okay. that there is a cartoonish villain dino uh, that is basically the bad guy of this of this film. You know, I mean, it's it's definitely cartoonish, but it's fun. I I think it's fun writing, and it really makes actually some engagement in a popcorn blockbuster film. Okay, we see this as well uh, in Pratt's best friend Raptor named Blue, which is an ongoing character for all three of these movies, okay. and. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's like, oh man, blue, what a great character. <laughs> man. <laughs> what a raptor, you know. Right, right. No, but it is it is a development that I think is fun, fun for younger audiences and I can definitely respect having fun in the writing to give characterization to dinosaurs where Everything in that first trilogy is that we should be hating this dinosaur. Mm-hmm. These dinos. There is no chance of camaraderie, and they are here to kill us. I like that bridge being open, and definitely plays into the development of the park. That there's training, there's relationship. You know, these okay. these park professionals are looking to connect with animals. There's a naturalism theme there.
0: I so. like that. That's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's there, <laughs> but then very simply, the the film is very much about putting uh, dinosaur versus dinosaur fights on screen and. And, you know, for a movie that has these themes through it, um, you know, uh, especially towards later in in the in the movie, these cheesy one liners, this this kind of, you know, cartoonish writing, it all reaches ahead, I think by the end of this film it's still enjoyable enough for me to give it a pass but I definitely do think it is a slippery slope uh, another slippery slope is that for a film about uh, kind of corporate ethics and drama in, in gene manipulation uh, it does not hold back on the ads we have Mercedes in full effect mm-hmm. and Jimmy Fallon too of all
0: people yeah Jimmy Fallon is in this I saw this what is he doing in this is, uh, is he Jimmy is on Jimmy Fallon uh, too? no no he's uh, See so uh, drunk? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Savage, Tom, savage. Uh no. He's in like a, a tutorial on one of the uh one of the vehicles. They have like these hamster ball vehicles. Um <laughs> so he's Yeah, yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like it's it's actually crazy because in this movie, he in the, this t- tutorial demonstration, he shoots it he shoots the hamster ball with a bullet and it deflects it. In the second one, they break one of the hamster balls by shooting it with a gun. It's just bad
0: <laughs> mm, continuity.
1: Bad continuity but yeah that's nitpicking that's too much <laughs> uh, but jokes aside uh, honestly i i was really happy with this film this film feels like a true sequel to jp1 for how much it develops on uh it may not resemble jurassic park one in story but honestly none of these films do <laughs> so uh, you know i mean there's no sense in saying you know uh, of of jurassic park being the holy grail There's no sense in saying, oh, well, it's still not there. I think this film uses enough of Jurassic Park 1 as the foundation in nearly every concept that's introduced... It may not be successful as the, the original sequels and the hype around it, but I really do think it's successful in a story and not being inorganically pried open. Uh, I was happy with a lot of what this film did, and if you have to choose one film to have as a follow-up to Jurassic Park 1, this is my choice for you know the daily ratings watch list of the Jurassic Park movies. We're going to go ahead and give Jurassic World a 70 on the duh.
0: Okay, I'm yeah, I'm a little surprised. What's the
1: Tommy Two Shoes? I don't shocked. have a Tommy Two. I yeah. can't
0: remember. Like I said, the only thing I remember is the weird ma- makeup around Chris Pratt's eyes. I mean, I I don't have much. I probably fell asleep actually halfway yeah, through this yeah. film. Uh, or I turn it off. Okay, seventy. <laughs> I should go back and maybe give it a, give it I'm a watch. I'm telling you,
1: as far as again what it, what it's building on, I, I think there's a lot of excitement about this, you know. And again, to that original that original Jurassic Park vision, uh, I think this was. Uh, I like that. Yeah, pretty decent movie. So,
0: okay, all right. So we're gonna keep it going then. So we're in the second installment of the new trilogy. It's film five, I guess technically. This is now 2018, so three years in advance. This is Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Mm. And what do we get with uh, the second installment with Chris Pratt here?
1: Yep. Uh, so we have... Uh, <laughs> second installment with Chris Pratt. That's we pretty have... much what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we have J.A. Uh, Bayona um, directing this uh, as kind of the awkward middle child of the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, no experience with him either, but he does have a role in the new Lord of the Rings series. Oh, yeah? Uh, which we will will of course, be keeping our eye on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no thoughts on that, Tom? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> that'll, that'll be brewing. JW2 is a direct sequel three years later in the universe and nearly all characters returning. This film is kind of two movies in one, and uh, hmm. that is a bad trend coming up for our final movie as well. I don't know what, writing-wise, why they want to kind of fit two movies in one, but it's 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 very odd. First, the island from JW1 has a volcano going critical and threatening to wipe out all dinos, uh, but that only lasts for the first half, and the story transforms into something very different for the later half. Uh, I won't go into it because I think that is very plainly into spoilers, but there is really a... A kind of a genre swap uh, halfway through this movie, uh, which uh is interesting. Like it just
0: it just turns. Yeah,
1: it just becomes an entirely different movie. There, you know, I, at first I was looking at it and I was like, Oh, this is kind of interesting. You know, I mean certainly fresh and certainly new. Right. In ways it feels like a lot of what uh Jurassic Park Two uh, was trying to do towards its finale as well but it's 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 not great um there's some <laughs> slight fall through on on the naturalism themes of of j j w one uh but this pivot through halfway of the film it just it's just too drastic and and just builds on the cartoony nature of the writing of this series i mean it really were were in it it full, started like, not cartoonish bad guy mustache twirling and okay. yeah, it's mm, not no good it, that point. sucks. It does suck. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard Howard is back and turned from <laughs> soulless corpo to nonprofit activist. <laughs> A little rough Vin, on, on my notes there. Oof. Uh, she is uh, she has uh, a crew of new activists with her uh and they are just the worst um these are young <laughs> adult inserts replacing the usual kids in these films so once again i was seeing that and i was like okay you know they clearly- So the kids aren't returning. No no there's no yeah, yeah. Uh, from the, the, the first, from the that. the kid slot that is in all of these yeah. films is replaced with these young actors, uh, young adult actors. Now okay. gotcha. uh, it is uh, Justice Smith from Detective Pikachu, the main kid, uh, and Dan- Daniela Panetta? Panetta, 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 yeah, uh, who was most recently in the Cowboy Bebop live action. Um, and honestly, they both are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing more needs to be said. Oh. I mean, it was really, it's really god awful. <laughs> I mean, and that that's even my judgments of the Cowboy Bebop Live action. And that's side. acting
0: and writing, just it's a failure at yeah, all. Yeah, just
1: very annoying, like outwardly annoying okay. and designed to be annoying, and an implementation is annoying. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt is chilling out, I guess. <laughs> he's he's just kind of doing his thing. You know, the fact that he gets involved in this is obviously going to tie be tied to his best friend Raptor Blue. And we see that even just in this second film being stretched to its limits. Like, why would this guy agree to this, you know, to Uh, to this extent, you know? And once again, we have sequelitis kind of coming into play. It's just even, even, you know, even let's say you hated Jurassic World 1. It's just trying to pry open why these characters would even give a damn about this place, you know? And it's just, there's so much startup and lag in the beginning. It's just... He's still chock full of the cheesiest lines I have ever heard. Like I said, and there's... Why would you do that? What? What? I don't know. It's, it's bad, like bad writing. It's, Is it just it's, bad writing? Yeah, it, it's like 80s. And why? Yeah. I, don't, like, I don't get it. Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> there, like I said, there's a volcano going off on the on the island. That's that's really the 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 boogeyman of this of the opening plot. And uh, he says, uh, someone says it's it's hot on the island, and he says it's about to get a lot hotter. And the volcano explodes behind him. It's just like <laughs> what? Maybe Who let let it doesn't matter. Their box
0: office massive mm. successes, and apparently that it that's just doesn't true. matter. That's I'm true. still in the boat of saying that Marvel broke. Uh, good cinema. <laughs> yeah, but this
1: definitely would be. Yeah, I think that's a that's a uh, dead on read. Though it
0: broke the minds of people watching, because <laughs> when they now Marvel is now in the in the bounds of a good movie, <laughs> right? So right. this it's just like well, I mean, it's box office success, you know, yeah. whatever.
1: He's and and, and maybe even superhero ish. He's turning and giving these lines to the camera, you know, explosions behind him. I think and you kids you're don't dead on.
0: need that. Kids <laughs> don't need super stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kids actually want a little bit more of an adult theme. Yeah. They want to sure, be adults, sure. really, when yeah, it comes down yeah. to
1: it. Ugh. Yeah, but it's uh, insulting. It is. It is. I mean, uh, like I said, maybe if you're looking at this as very cartoonish, stylized Jurassic Park, maybe it's it's getting worse you know what i mean yeah. where it was endearing in j world uh, jw1 it is now getting worse in jw2 and it gets okay <laughs> get yeah. we'll get there <laughs> uh, and for some reason the romance between pratt and howard is restarted uh, once again to the sequelitis point it is grinded to a halt and for some reason they are no longer together we like just restart their romance relationship oh, so it's like why you know i mean that's that's the type of thing where I will blame writing entirely because you're not even using what's in your ammo belt. You're not even using what you have to build up. Exactly. There's no build up. You're you're tracking back, you know? So I don't know if they worried about people not seeing the first one and just jumping into this one perhaps that's a reason why you would do that I writing. don't know so
0: that just sounds bad yeah that sounds idiotic
1: absolutely Ugh. yeah like I said you know this is sequelitis once again not to overuse that but I mean we're dealing with a with a franchise deep dive here so right uh, it is really a great example of how it can shoot the pacing in the foot in world one we are quickly into the park our characters are in full effect the park is a uh, in, in full swing, uh, you know, okay. we right into the action. Yeah. World 2, we got to catch up with our characters, establish the stakes, then build the action on the island. Then we got to build the action when the movie restarts halfway through for some godforsaken <laughs> reason. You know, it's just, it's just real bad. Uh, it's inherently slower. It's much weaker on execution. And it doesn't help the poor writing. Um, there's some really... Backward logic to, even when they get in full swing with the plot, their plan for the evacuation of the island uh, for this volcano going off. Uh, I mentioned already a cartoonish villain. Uh, The logic of our characters, it is a trinity of stupid in this film. It is real bad. So are you just frustrated while watching? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, I would say uh, on on that v- the cartoonish villain side again, I I think it speaks volumes that I preferred a a a non-speaking dinosaur as a cartoon villain (laughs) than the actual actor. Uh, This film delivers probably our worst villain yet in the entire trilogy or even the entire six movies uh, as kind of a business bad guy played by uh, Rafi Spall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, much like Julianne Moore, much like um, uh, some of the other actors, I was lamenting that... I was sad to see them in bad roles. Uh, this as well. Uh, I I like this actor quite a bit. He stars in my favorite Black Mirror episode, which is the Christmas special. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and you know what I mean. Uh, he plays this. Like, I mean, the most cartoonish biz- bad businessman. Most I think. Bad. I, yeah, he's like. His love of money is, <laughs> is unmatched. It's <laughs> <is> unmatched. <laughs>
0: it's so weird. Um, Jeff Goldblum returns.
1: Oh, very, very quick cameo. Okay. Very quick cameo. He's, uh, That's not a spoiler, is it? No, okay, no, no. Right, no. He's say. actually right in the beginning and right at the end. They okay. both end him. Yeah, so – but yeah, and actually no real impact on the plot, I would say, either. They just put him in their um, face. Exactly.
0: You know exactly. who I love does – is like in all, almost all of these Jurassic Park movies is B.D. Wong.
1: Oh, yes. He's in every one. <laughs> he's the main that, scientist. I do
0: really like I that. I was
1: going to say – like I was going to bring him up in some of the reviews. where it's just like, well, he's in every one, so might as well, you know, I don't he's even like... need to talk about it. <laughs> Just the continuity of that. I've always yeah, appreciated it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and for those of you, he's like, he's the Asian scientist, kind yes, of, and he yes. just evolves into more important, kind yeah. of, in leadership almost. Yeah. Uh, it Which is surprising that that he doesn't
1: spin it to be a more, you know, more successful scientist. He's always under someone for some reason, where <laughs> yeah. he's clearly the key to making these dinosaurs work at all, so... Um, but <laughs> anyway. yeah, right from the very first one. And I honestly, he's, funny, he's yeah. great in the first one. He answers the question of like yeah. any kind of nitpicking nerd would say like, oh, the dinosaurs are actually like birds or they should have feathers. And he's like, no, we made them frogs, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, so, But yeah, it's a real shame that the storyline is pretty unique uh, because it drastically transforms in this genre and style halfway through. And, I mean, it just, it just doesn't, I don't know, it's, it's, it doesn't stick the landing. I, 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 am I was more upset watching this movie because it does pull something out so unique halfway through, but... The characters are not enjoyable to watch on screen. Uh, the dinosaurs may be unique action sequences, but not great. Yeah, and the writing just gets you know almost compounding uh, on its cartoonishness um, as as the time goes on in the film. I think it reminded me of some of the fun I had in JW1, but sadly it just gets weaker and weaker as it goes on and is just simply not worth your time. We're going to go ahead and give Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom a 34.
0: Ooh, all right. That's that's more like it. That's more that's where we should be.
1: Yeah, 34. Okay. You were surprised by Jurassic World being in the 70s. 70 on the dot.
0: It did. It surprised me. (laughs) That surprised me on your 38. The last word surprised me. Oh, true. True. But okay. All right. So now for the big daddy. Big daddy. Yeah. I mean, this has been teased and talked about for how long. We are, this is our new movie, our new release, 2022. Mm-hmm. It's a blockbuster here. We have a Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. And this is our longest one. This is our third one, our oh, sixth really? one. Mm-hmm. How long is this clock in This at? is two hours and 26 minutes. Oh. And okay. what do we have here? We are it's the casts of all casts. This is what they <laughs> yeah. think we've all been waiting for.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure.
0: What did we get with this film?
1: Really? Uh, so so once again, it is a a direct sequel to the events of j w two. I would say with j w two being so bad, it really but that's probably one of the the first stumbles that this film can do because it it's just it really is just right off the events of that. Okay. Uh, and not only is a bad movie now required homework for watching this sequel, uh. and I really mean that. I mean, there's there's too many callbacks. It is right in line with it. And that on top of this as well, I mean, is one of many, uh, many stumbles in this film. Um, the dinos are loose around the world, and it goes beyond military and corporate involvement. Uh, these these films warned us through dinos are a part of life now and I have to admit um, that is a little bit of a cool backdrop uh, I follow through is there yeah I yeah. like this I like the fact that there is a sci-fi story being crafted with just dinosaurs being peppered throughout right um, it honestly feels once again like what Jurassic Park wanted to have by the end. Uh, it really. Or the is... fear of it, correct? Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. They they wanted to have this this incorporation of dinosaurs at home, but Jurassic Park Two. I just think the, the maybe the budget wasn't there all the way to to fall through on that. Or well, I mean, just... it's, it's like a
0: big. Yeah. It's quite a large thing that, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a big movie. You're yeah, maybe
1: to, the tech just wasn't there, you know, for the CGI-wise Yeah, well, or they didn't so. think they had to go that big. I mean, this is kind of bonkers, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, the themes of activism here are, you know, are increased uh, with many of the dinos displaced and poached. So, you know, while I enjoyed that setup and the setting, unfortunately, is, is where the bulk of my praise ends with this film. Uh, <laughs> uh, JW3 has a storyline split down the middle, and I really mean that. It is split 50-50 to accommodate not only what's going on in the storyline for Team Pratt, but also, how they insert now our three main original crew from Jurassic Park One, inserted into a B plot chock full of nostalgia great uh, bait. Um, mm, okay, I, I'm fine with movies having a split focus. Um, uh, I mean, you know, talking about blockbuster wise. I mean, you even talk about Star Wars. You know, very successful back at the ranch writing. What that means is, you know, we're we're, we're on one storyline. What's happening back at the ranch? Go, go right, yeah, to, go yeah, to yeah. plot B.
0: Meanwhile, on exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, so when it comes to that, I'm not saying that that has to be such a mind trip uh, to to juggle both both storylines. But I think where this fails is that each of these individual plot lines are just so drastically different in tone mm. because you have now full blown action on new team okay and old team is like kind of a conspiracy comedy <laughs> it's what? like oh yeah it's. it's are
0: it's, they back at like your typical uh archaeologist type nerds kind of, well
1: they have to get together first uh okay. you know it's 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 a little bit odd uh like i said i mean we'll, we'll call this we'll call this new team and old team that's mm-hmm. how i'll refer to it as
0: how much build-up, how much yeah. building was there in the beginning of this to set things up again? Like, you, know, you have to set up where our relationship is again and where we are yeah. in, the, in the modern trilogy. Then we have to set up where our old characters are. There has to be time setting them up,
1: right? And that's where I say it, the homework is necessary right. for that second film because uh, there's no training wheels on where we check in on Team Pratt, new team. Yeah, And if anything, it hits the ground running, which, again, not a bad thing, but... Unfortunately, that second movie is not good. Right, uh, Old Team is where you get a lot of that catch-up. Where have they been for the past 30 years? W- yeah, what I mean? yeah. Where's Laura Dern been, who has, uh, was not in any of the sequels? You know what I mean? So very true, um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 tough. Uh with the new team plot, it is structured like against all odds. I mean it is structured like a Jason Bourne or taken style action espionage. I kid you not. Don't really? give me a look. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. It is it is very odd. Uh we have uh, pick, we're picking up with Pratt and Howard living their best dino lives, and uh, <laughs> uh, they are thrusted into the action. Um, probably most unbelievably, again, Howard. And I don't really mean to, to really shit on her acting, but she's just not it's good just not in good. any one of these. This one, probably most unbelievable, because the performance is so much like we're trying to the 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 film is trying to or the, i would say the plot is trying to cast her as a mother she's 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 kind of shaking loose her her career focused life and she's now caring about people more and yada yada yeah. and then she just flicks flicks on the action hero switch out of nowhere and it's just like whenever the plot needs it, you know what I mean. There's just no, there's no stakes to it. There's no. She's not, she's not yes. a believable
0: character. Yeah, it's she's just not a believable character.
1: Self-described not an action hero. So <laughs> when she turns on the action hero when the plot demands it, it's like it's really bad. It's real bad. And then we got the old team uh, embarking on nostalgia quest. <laughs> was it good to see them? The three? Them? Yes, yes, it okay. was. It was. Uh, I won't be too mean, but <laughs> uh, they re. Unite the three scientists after years apart. I, I would say it's kind of a comedy in ways, just because mm-hmm. Goldblum is just great. Uh, I mean, he is. He, he just leads it. Um, <laughs> Sam Neil isn't. You know, he's kind of being his normal grumpy self. But yeah. Goldblum <laughs> and Laura Dern are great together. They they they're, they're like. Oh, Laura Dern is good. Yes, yes. I have ba-
0: not liked her lately.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Oh, my God, Star Wars, right? That was her. with The purple oh, hair. Oh, you're right. God Last awful. Last Jedi. What about a. Horrible character. Anyway, that's good to see. She's good in this.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, and there's a lot of chemistry there. And then Goldblum is just uh, Goldblum. this is not a cameo anymore, like it was in JW two. He's is, in it. Oh yeah, he's in it. So that's awesome. and like is great. Like is he's, he really top notch? Th- I'm pretty sure they just let him do improv the entire <laughs> time. Which usually I'm not a fan of. Goldblum can get away with it. So, but uh, once again, you know. Um, it, it's it's just such a drastically different plot they are not dealing with any kind of action they are uh in a facility uh around you know the 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 where the some dinosaurs are being connected uh created um more gene manipulation and they come across this plot around locust swarm and crops and like a corporate cover up and it's kind of like light and funny and it's not bad. It like really it's isn't a, bad. Is, is it kind of like all right. Yeah, like, it's kind of like I. I think my point is that both of these sides are kind of all right. Okay. But the fact that they're together is it's like weird. It's whiplash. Yeah. It's it's wild.
0: Like <laughs> is, is it um are our three characters because they have been so staunchly impacted by thirty years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, are they still in the boat of like? Yeah, we cannot be doing this. Like like, they do not have a place here. Like we need to.
1: Yeah, it, it's not as a, it's not as expounded upon as as much as i would like uh, i would really love if with the dinos getting loose to the world we we come into them saying we've dealt with this before and we're going to deal with this now in some uh, sort of way almost like the, the experts coming yeah, in yeah but in, in it's it's really not given a lot of time to develop it's, basically it, it's, they it's, have been all been living their normal lives and and adapting to the dinos as everyone has okay basically. gotcha so, all right so Yeah, it's just a shame because I can't stress enough, both of these plots could really exist on their own, and specifically for the old team plot probably be half good on its own, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, probably it's be, making be me yeah. want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh,
1: but there is uh, little interweaving to the two plots. And, and by the time these two teams converge, it just feels very rushed. And we are already at the conclusion. There's also a very, very awkward meetup scene between new team and old team. And, like, no words are said between them. But it's like... <laughs> What is going on? It made me feel like they were on different sets. They were on oh, different really? sound sound stages, <laughs> and they just like edited them together. <laughs> it was so not what, good. Not not exactly what yeah. you wanted
0: to see. If you're a fan of, uh, yeah, first and second trilogy, is yeah. not what you're looking for. A-
1: and if anything, leaning right into your Marvel comparisons, it's it has this mm-hmm. idea of just like and teams are coming together, yeah. and we yeah. have like you know. Eight people on screen, none of which are gonna die because they all have plot armor. You know, right, what I mean? right. it's just like okay, all right. <laughs> so, uh, you might be asking, where are the hell the dinos in all of this? And uh, I would say a slightly cool aspect of this is that they really are sprinkled throughout the world. Um, for instance, in the new team plot. They encounter some scary criminal. I think it's like Madrid <laughs> or something like that. You know, again, okay. it's very Jason Bourne. Uh, and uh, they they encounter these these scary criminal types. And instead of attack dogs, they're using dinosaurs. I think that's cool.
0: Sure. Uh, I think. I think. I don't understand. I don't know if it's going to give away spoilers, but what is this time frame of in the new trilogy? We still had these dinosaurs set in a park. Yes. And then you said this one is fo- like. The second there, one
1: was three years later. This one, I think, is five? Okay. I think they say five. I was going to say, okay, all right.
0: yeah. So it's five years of people getting yeah, used yeah. to dinos. Kind of, yeah. And everyone's cool. Everyone's just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we just used well, them in five years. Oh, yeah, there are attack dogs now. Yeah.
1: If anything, they are the, – the dinos are being abused, and that's where I say, like, the naturalism. Okay. Uh, if, this this whole – the World Trilogy is about naturalism. I think that's – that it's it's corporate involvement, getting involved with dinosaurs, which – Granted, that was kind of the original trilogy yeah, as yeah, well, no, for sure. Yeah, uh, or at least one theme. Yeah, you know, this is <laughs> a little bit more simple. Right. Yeah, you know, it's only one. I will say, as cartoonish as that may sound, of having attacked dinos, it's kind of fun to watch. It is fun. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean that that really okay. is. You know the the my my summary of these these later three movies. Like there are fun aspects and. Your you inner know, kid comes out a little yeah, bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's fun writing. You know, there's, there's the type of writing that I would want to be a part of. Okay. You know? So, as unique as, you know, that world is for that reason, it's also not a Jurassic Park movie anymore. Like, even anywhere resembling a Jurassic Park movie. Um, there is just simply not enough dinosaurs, I think, for one. Ah. Uh, that sprinkling, though it may be cool in concept for world building. It's also not a lot of dinosaurs, which I think is kind of a, a whole different type of failure that we didn't even have to come across with any of these That's other funny. movies. Yeah, you know? Absolutely right. So and it's you like think you'd just be, have dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah. You think they would just be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's <sighs> some serious ups and downs. And, and it's a shame more than anything with this third one because it's uh, a lot of the ups have some serious potential. And like even you said, you're, you're getting excited hearing yeah, about some of this. Yeah. There are some good nuggets here, but I feel it's just pulled in just like every direction okay uh, it's, it's a lot so uh, what continues is definitely the one-upsmanship of the franchise or at least this this sequel trilogy franchise of rarer and rarer dinos All Right. Um, I would say again it would be cool maybe if I was a dinosaur buff I'd be really swooned by this stuff it really just boils down to they see something, they say the name, and then they say a line like, oh, it's bigger than a T Rex or it's smarter than a raptor. And yeah. that's like ev- almost uh, comically every setup. Right. Like they that.
0: need to just build it up for you. They need to try to just <laughs> exactly. sell you on, like, oh, no, no, no. Seriously, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, again, I, I, I mention it. Uh, A little bit salt and and pepper, a little bit 50-50 just because, folks at home, if you are very passionate about dinosaurs and maybe even the new developments in discovering new dinosaurs, uh, these films are catering to that. They are catering with the progression of the actual timeline of the story. They're making more discoveries about dinosaurs mm-hmm. through, you know, their tools. Uh, so there is some enjoyment there. Okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe okay. you know, a little bit of praise. <laughs> so. uh, but I cannot begin to talk about how blah this writing is. There's just no stakes. It's all predictable. Like I said already, there is a uh, chock full of plot armor. I think the key problem with the writing is, once again, what was present in JW2, the main villain is so idiotic. It is borderline incompetent. Mm -hmm. Um, We have, once again, another business professional bad guy, uh, which is obviously no stranger to what we've been talking about so far. Uh, Campbell Scott uh, plays our corporate bad guy. Uh, maybe not a big as big a fan of him. I mean, I liked him in like House of Cards and shit like that. But wow, it is just lacking any sort of menace. Very very dry. I just feel like this movie had a lot of potential, but uh, it. it uh, I mean, I'm not going to put it lightly. It re- it really shit the bed. In I wonder execution. if it ha- didn't have potential. I don't even know if it had potential. I think it has potential, even when you're watching it. Okay, you know, all right, there's okay. glimpses, you know, there's, okay. there's there's and and I mean that glimpses in both sides. You can say, "Oh, I only want the old," or "I oh, or I only care about you know right. what have been invested so far with Pratt's team and in, in you know in this new trilogy." But there is good nuggets in both sides, but um, the meshing and the execution, it is it is it is no good. More than anything, though, I think these sequels try to be too much of a story together and failing to understand what that first movie had as a strength in pacing and setup. I mean, I think in the conclusion... To the character story, if that is the point of the sequels in Jurassic Worlds, understand the writing has never been the strong suit here, and unfortunately, I don't think this one is worth your time either. We're going to go ahead and give Jurassic World a forty-seven. Ooh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, <laughs>
0: JW three a forty-seven yeah. percent. Okay, yeah. I'm almost surprised that it, uh, that it got a forty-seven. Yeah. And not, and not lower. Uh, it, it, but uh, that's good to hear.
1: It clocked in a lot lower for me initially, but I think. Again, there, there's 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 actually good, good yeah, there's nuggets. all okay. over. It's just it's just in execution is is bad. So
0: Wow, okay, Vin. Um so this was great homework. This was a special in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean last week we had the Star Trek special, which was six movies, and this is just a special. Yeah, yeah. But we don't make it a special because it's you know, it's a new it's right. new in theaters. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's a lot of watching, it's a lot of homework that, that you went through. Uh, is there anything you would like to add now? Any conclusions? Or uh, uh, are we rolling credits I this? think the
1: conclusion is the daily ratings watch list for the Jurassic Park franchise. Watch JP1 for a great movie. Watch JW1 if you're craving more dinos and maybe some updated effects. Leave everything else alone. You do not need to see a T-Rex roar into the screen at the end of all wow. six of these movies. <laughs> and I saw a T-Rex roar into the screen for six movies in a row. (laughs) All right, Vin.
0: Uh, Vin, we appreciate you coming by. We appreciate these scores from you. Uh, Folks at home, we're going to run this down one more time here. We have Jurassic Park with an 81%. The Lost World Jurassic Park with a 38%. Jurassic Park 3 with a 40%. Jurassic World with a 70%. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom with a 34%. And Jurassic World Dominion with a 40% seven percent folks we thank you so much for watching and we thank to anonymous for being our producer this week on the daily ratings and we'll see you next week on the daily ratings podcast if you enjoyed the podcast if you would give us a good rating or tell a friend about us if you're wondering if a film is worth a watch, or if you'd just like to see more movie ratings from Vince, be sure to stop by thedailyratings.com, where we have our ever-expanding catalog of films. Also, if you found value in the podcast or our site, become a producer and go to the Donations tab on thedailyratings.com. You can donate whatever amount of value you feel you seed from us. You'll get a producer mention on the next podcast episode too. We're looking to build this into something large and great, but also be independent from those corporate sponsors so we greatly appreciate any support from you all. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next week on the Daily Ratings Podcast.